thank you for joining us here today at Victory Church, where we pray big prayers to a big God and we expect big results. If you have any questions or you want to find out about who we are, visit us online at victory.church or download our mobile app. Now let's check out today's message. Christmas Victory Church. We're so excited that you are here today. Uh, Edmund Campus, love you guys so much. I hope that you were uh, just as entertained and blessed by the kids running around on the stage. And you can't see them, but they're still down here below me running around. Uh, I almost, Michelle, I, just for a second, I was like, maybe we should have another kid. <laughs> and a half a second later, I was like, you're crazy. What are you thinking? Um, Honestly, okay, how, how many of you have raised kids, you're done, and you were sitting out there going, I'm so glad that I don't have to worry about my kid up there picking their nose or doing something crazy on stage, uh, but they were so awesome. Wasn't that a blessing to see? Um, we love Pastor Adam, Pastor Philip at the Edmund Campus, our kids ministry. They do such a great job. Can we give their kids ministry and all the volunteers a hand? We love you guys so much. <clears throat> Thank you for, for coming tonight. Thank you for making Christ a priority um, for, for the Christmas season. Those of you watching online, uh, thank you for taking time out of your evening to, to do this. I'll keep this brief. I'm not going to preach a, a real long sermon. I know you have family plans and you want to get back. And we all want to light a candle. That's what we, we came to do tonight. And there's another child just walking <laughs> across, across the stage. It's so awesome. <laughs> oh, it's so awesome. So I want to I conclude kind of the series we've been in. We've been talking about Advent and how the King is coming. And I don't know about you, but 2020 has made me even, made me even more thankful and hopeful and anticipatory of the King coming again. Uh, because no matter what the world shows us, no matter what the world throws at us, we find hope and peace and joy and love, not in the world around us, but in something that's on the inside of us. And the king has come, but the king will come again. There will be a second coming. And no matter what happens on this earth, we find our hope and our peace and our joy in that. So let me read a couple of passages for you tonight. And I'll just spend a couple of minutes speaking here. Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, says this. It says, she will give birth to a son. This is the angel coming to Joseph. And said, and you will, and this is where I want you to catch. And you, Joseph, are to give him the name Jesus. Like the angel comes and the angel could have told him a bunch of stuff. Hey, Joseph, this baby, he's kind of a big deal. He's going to be the Messiah. Don't drop him, you know, feed him organic foods, all of those things. No, he just, the angel said one thing, make sure you give him the right name. I want to come back to that. It says, because he will save his people from their sins, and all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife, but he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son. And then it says it again, and he gave him the name Jesus. 
Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 says this. It says, therefore God exalted him in, to the highest place, and then it talks about the same topic, and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, the glory of God the Father. I want to talk to you guys for just a couple of minutes tonight on what are you going to name him. So Joseph and Mary could have named Jesus whatever they wanted to. And so the Lord sent a messenger to both Joseph and Mary individually and gave them the same message. Make sure, make sure, make sure that you name this baby Jesus because it matters what you call him. And for us tonight and for us, us at the Edmund campus and us watching online tonight, I want to instruct you and, and, and inform you that it matters what you call him. That we get to name him. And every day we name Jesus, in a sense. We give him a name that counts towards our life and what that means for our life. You know, when you, when you name your baby, you know, as a pastor, I go to the hospital a lot and see babies and... Um, you know, you meet pregnant people, and you, the, the same thing is always asked first. What are you going to name them? What are you going to name her? And, you know, the key, let me give you some advice. The key is when somebody tells you the name of their child. Inside, you're like, oh, why would you name your child that? You always have to just, oh, that's such a unique name. So cute. So great. Michelle, the other day, showed me a set of twins in America were named uh, COVID and Corona in 2020. I kid you not. And if you're watching online, that's such a cute name. I love it. It's so unique. You know, somebody tells you it's unique. What they're saying is, oh, that's weird. Um, but in, in Hebrew culture, the name was something that meant so much. It meant far more than just something that you were going to refer to them as. It was something that was so meaningful and so deep uh, and, and so this, this, in Hebrew, the name was not a way to distinguish one person from, a na from, a, from another. A name was a manifestation of someone's character. And it, it meant something. So much so, remember this time in, in, um, in Genesis 35, uh, Jacob and Rachel, they have this baby. Rachel dies during, not, she gives birth to the baby. She names the baby Ben-Onai, which means son of my sorrows and she dies. So in her pain and in her last breath, dying breath, she names her child a sorrowful name because she is experiencing sorrow. Jacob comes along and they say, your, your wife has died, but here's your son, Ben-Onai. And Jacob says, no, 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 no. His, same, his son, his name will not be Ben-Onai. His name will be Benjamin, which means son of my right hand. Why? Because it mattered what he called him, because a name meant something. And so what I want to invite us all to do tonight is to walk through a process of identifying what we will label Jesus as for our life in 2021. Did you know that Jesus cares what you call him? Let me, let me illustrate this in Mark chapter 8, verse 27. It says, Jesus and his disciples went on to the villages around Caesarea Philippi, and on the way he asked them, who do people say I am? What do, what do people refer to me as? And they replied, some say John the Baptist, and others say Elijah, and others say one of the prophets. And he, he turns to them, and he says, but what about you? What about you? 
who do you say that I am? And Jesus says, you're the Messiah. So 2020 has thrown all of us some curveballs, right? And 2020 has left us all lacking or confused or mad or frustrated. And so my challenge to you as we approach 2021 is to say, who do you need Jesus to be in your life for 2021? And what I would say back to you is it matters what you call him. Because what you call him is what he will become in your life. So I want to I do just a couple of things. I want to, I in just a moment, I'm going to give you some names. You know, it matters because, you know, in prayers we say, at the end of prayers, many times I was raised to say, in Jesus' name, amen. And so I was always excited when my dad would say, in Jesus' name, because I'm like, thank the Lord, this prayer is almost over. <laughs> like, that's all it meant to me. But it's like this authority. We don't say in Jesus' name to just close our prayers. It's like if, if you see a policeman chasing a robber in a movie, he'll say, stop in the name of the law. What he's saying is, me as a cop, I don't really have the authority to do anything to you, but the law, I am speaking to you under the authority of the law. And so when we say in Jesus' name, what you're, what you're saying is, I don't have the authority to do anything that I'm praying about, but I'm calling upon the name that is above every name, the, the, the name, I don't pray according to my will, I pray according to his will and his character and his purpose. And so I want to I walk you through a couple of names, okay? If you lack understanding, then you may need to name him wisdom. If, if, you la- if you have anxiety, then you may need to name him peace over you. If you have a shortfall, you may need to name him provider. If you have brokenness, then you need to name him healer. And so let me give you just some names of the Lord quickly. And I want you to cling to one of these for 2021, and, I, and so much so that I'm going to have them in just a moment as I begin to say these, I'm just going to have them put them up on the screen and find one that appeals to you and that you're drawn to. Take a picture of these and take them home. And as you approach 2021, my challenge to you is what are you going to name him? What are you going to name him? And what are you going to draw from the power of Jesus and apply it to your life? And it all starts with what you name him. Here we go. If you're sick, name him Jehovah Rapha. He's your healer. If you're feeling incapable, he could be Jehovah Chareb, which means to name him your sword. Uh, If you feel like you're under attack, there's Jehovah Magan, which means to name him your shield. These are all names of the Lord in the Hebrew language. If you're stressed out, Jehovah Shalom is to name him your peace. If you feel defeated by the world, by your circumstances, Jehovah Ganan is to name him your defender. If you feel lonely, Jehovah Shema is to name him present in your time of need. If you feel like you're sinking and you don't have anything solid to stand upon, Jehovah Selah is to name him your rock and he could become your firm foundation. If you're suffering from lack, Jehovah Jireh could become your provider. If you're weak and tired, Jehovah, Jehovah Chazek is to name him your strength. If you feel lost, and unworthy, Jehovah Sidkenu, means that because I name him my righteousness, he names me righteous. He is the Lord of righteousness. He is Jehovah Sidkenu. And so I want to challenge you tonight is just to simply, what are you going to call him? What are you going to call him? And I don't want to assume, you know, I don't want to assume that everybody in here is a believer. I know that, I know that some of you came to make mama happy because <laughs> mama wanted the family to go to church. 
But I do want to take just a moment and, and for here and at the Edmond campus and those, those watching online and just give you an opportunity to start your new year in relationship with Jesus. And so if, if just real quickly, if, if, if you could just bow your head and close your eyes at the Edmond campus and, and here, um, if, you're, if you would say, John, I, I just want to start my year right. I want to start my year off by leaning into the Lord. I tried to do 2020 without him and it did not go so well. Maybe you've never given your life to Jesus and maybe, maybe you did at one time, but the life that you've lived has just kind of caused you to drift away from a relationship with the Lord. What a great way to start 2021 than to, to, than to reseal and re recapture your relationship with Jesus. And so you may be saying, well, I'm, I'm at the Edmund campus. I'm watching you through a screen. I'm going to ask you in just a second to raise your hand. And you're like, well, Edmund, you won't even see me when I raise my hand. It doesn't matter if I see you. It's not about me. The Lord will see you raise your hand. That's all that matters. If you're watching online, the Lord will see your heart. The Lord will see your response. And so real quick, I don't want to belabor, belabor this, but if you're here today and you need Jesus, no one's looking around but me. This is your moment with God. I just want to pray for you. I'm not going to call you out. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to have you stand up. I just want you to acknowledge that I need Jesus. On the count of three, ready? One, two, three. Shoot your hand up. Say, that's me. Yep. Hand, hand, hand. Hand, hand, hand. Hand. Edmund Campus, hands are going up. Several hands in the back. Edmund Campus, if hands are going up, the Lord sees your hand. Lots of little kiddos raising their hands. That's good too. The Lord loves the little children giving their lives to Jesus. Amen. Let me, let me simply quickly lead you through a prayer. Okay? The Bible says, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth. You believe in your heart or you wouldn't have raised your hand. Something inside of you said, I need to respond to this. And that was your heart responding to the Lord. And now I'm going to help you in just finalizing this, this capturing of beginning your relationship with Jesus and sealing your eternity in heaven by confessing it with your mouth. And you don't, if you don't know what to say, I'm going to help you. You just repeat after me, okay? Edmund Campus, okay, OKC Campus, those of you watching online, just say this prayer with me. Say, Father God, thank you for sending your son to die for me. Jesus, thank you for paying the price for me. And today, I name you my Messiah, my Lord. My life is yours. I believe you died on a cross and rose from the grave. Take my life. Use it as you need. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Can we celebrate that, you guys? Isn't that awesome? So I want to give you one more name, okay? One more name that Jesus, that the Lord has in, in, in Hebrew. It's, it's called Jehovah Ori, or Ori, and it literally means the Lord is my light. And all through scripture, it gives us this picture of Jesus being the light of the world. And so we do this every year at Christmas Eve. We're going to do it again. If you didn't get a candle when you came in here at the Edmond campus, just raise your hand up real high. We'll have an usher bring you one. But we're going to get our, our candles ready in just a moment. Uh, but I want to read a passage of scripture for you. You can put that up on the screen for me there. Uh, the next passage. You up there? Yeah, here we go. Okay, so John 8, 12 says, When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. And whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Those of you who just raised your hand, those of you who just gave your lives to Jesus, God's promise to you is now that you have done that, now that I, you have the light of the world in you, this, here's the promise. You will never walk in darkness. Isn't that good news? That in a dark world, in a fallen world, that we as believers, we don't have to walk in darkness even though we live in a dark world. And so... 
What I want to do tonight is I want to light our final candle. We've lit a candle every week of Advent. We, we lit the candle of hope. We lit the candle of peace. We lit the candle of joy. And we lit the candle of love. And tonight, I light the candle of Christ. Hopefully. Here we go. So here's the candle of Christ. What I'm going to do in just a moment, I'm going to light my candle from the candle of Christ. Even this is symbolic. You know, your pastor, I like to do symbolic things. I'm going to light my candle from this candle. And then I'm going to pray and I'm going to pass my candle to a couple of staff members. And they're all going to turn and the, the, the light and what Pastor Wade's going to come up on stage. He's coming up there if he hasn't already. And he's going to do the same thing at Edmond. And we're going to take from one light called the Christ candle. We're going to take and spread it all the way through these rooms here at the OKC campus and at the, and the Edmond campus. And the beautiful symbolism of that is from one flame, all of your flames will be lit, which is symbolic of what Christ is. Christ is the light of the world. And when we leave this place and we go out to be our own light, we're all burning from the same light. Isn't that beautiful? So let me do this. Let me light this. Let me speak one more thing over you. And then we're going to stand and sing. So as you hold your flame tonight, here's what I encourage you to do, okay? Instead of just watching it and being like, ooh, (laughs) trying to keep your kids from getting wax all over the place, okay? This is what I want you to focus on. What do you need the light that you hold to represent in you, in your life, okay? This, This flame that you hold, if it represents Jesus, then what does this light need to represent in you? Okay, what do you need to name him? So the light can represent love, which could heal your marriage. I don't know what you're going through. The light could represent favor to bring success to your business in 2021. I don't know what you need. Uh, The light could represent joy to defeat the depression that you struggle with. The the light could represent peace to overcome the anxious thoughts that you continually carry. The light could represent faith where you carry doubt. The light could represent freedom to over the struggles of your addictions. And the, the light could represent forgiveness over your enemies. So as you light this and as you sing and as you stand in God's presence tonight, what I want to encourage you to do is what do you need to name him for 2021? And what does the light represent to you and your family? Okay? Stand up with me. Could you stand with me here and at the Edmond campus? I'm going to pray and then we're going to light our candles and sing. All right? Father, we thank you for this night. We thank you for this season. Yes, we're going to leave here. We're going to go and we're going to open presents. We're going to eat a lot of food. We're going to do a lot of stuff, but we are starting this Christmas season off with the real reason for it all. And no matter what culture tells us, no matter what social media tells us, no matter what media tells us, God, we know the real reason it's you. And so we thank you, God, for being the light of the world. We thank you for being a light on the inside of us. We thank you and we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, thank you for joining us today for this week's message at Victory Church, where we are called to equip people to live in His presence, move beyond themselves, and be transformed. The only way that can happen is through your radical generosity, your serving, and your prayers. If this ministry has impacted your life in any way, we would like to invite you to partner in giving towards this ministry. You can do that by visiting our website at victory.church give or download our Victory Church app and select give. Once again, thank you. And God desires for us to live life to the full.